Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his sermon series on the second epistle of Peter, with this sermon entitled, Mockers of Jesus, preached Sunday, March 17th, 2019. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to the second epistle of Peter, chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. Second Peter chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. Mockers of Jesus is the title. And you read today, Nadab and Abihu mocked Jesus and they were dead. And you read in the New Testament, the same God killing people who mock Jesus. Ananias and Sapphira mocked Jesus and they were killed. In the New Testament, Acts chapter 5, nobody mocks Jesus in the final analysis. So in our text, Second Peter chapter 3 verse 3 and 4, Apostle Peter warns the church what will happen in the last days. A period that stretches out between the first and second comings of Jesus. During this period, mockers will enter the Holy Church to mock the Bible and Jesus, whom the Bible reveals as perfect God-man, the only Savior and Lord for our eternal salvation. These scoffers are totally depraved. They believe in human philosophy, psychology, secular culture, and the false science of evolution. And they mock the Bible and the truth it discloses about God and Jesus, about sinful humans and their salvation in Jesus, about the judgment to come, and about heaven and hell. These mockers are fools, we read Psalm 53:1. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. The devil is a mocker, and all his human children are mockers. John 8:44 says, "You belong to your father, the devil." And you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and father of all lies. Adam and Eve believed the lie of the devil and they died. And all their children come out of the womb dead. 
God was true and the devil and Adam and Eve became mockers of God and his eternal truth. We read in Matthew 26, 67 and 68 how mockers mocked our Lord and Savior Jesus who never sinned. We read Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, prophesy to us, Christ, who hit you? Peter writes in 2 Peter chapter 2, 1 through 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Now listen. Many will follow their shameful ways And will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Jude 4. For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago. Have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God. Into a license for immorality. And deny Jesus Christ. Our sovereign Lord. Mockers are children of the devil. They are dogs and pigs living in filth and eating filth. Second Peter two twenty two of them the proverbs are true a dog returns to its vomit. And a pig that is washed goes back to her wallowing in the mud. They wallow in the pleasures of sin for a season only to enter eternal hell. Seven things I will speak from this text. First, pay Attention, very careful attention to the preaching of God's word. Because Peter is speaking about a warning, a warning of danger. Scoffers are coming, mocking the gospel of Jesus. Peter says, if you do not pay very careful attention, the mockers will deceive you. And you will go out of Christ's holy church to sin and sin. They are deceived. Many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Devil is looking for careless Christians. 
And Jesus said this. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. Matthew 24, 5. And Paul said in Acts 20, verse 29 and 30, I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. Look at evangelicalism. Distortion of truth can be found in many places and many churches. First Timothy 4, 1 and 2, Paul says, The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars, pastors, whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. Pay attention, sir. Peter is saying that what he says about mockers of God is very important for true believers. They must pay very close attention to this apostolic warning so that they will not be deceived by mockers. Mockers are lawless men, antinomians. Second Peter 3.17 Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of lawless men and fall from your secure position. Second point. We must understand God's word. You cannot come to church and be stupid. The scripture demands the use of all our regenerate mind to study the scriptures, God's revelation, his inerrant and infallible revelation concerning which St. Peter spoke in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 and 21, the scripture is God's own word. Use your mind that we may delight in the word, meditate on it, to do joyfully the will of God and be blessed. Luke 24:45 Jesus said then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures And 1 Corinthians 2:12 We have not received the spirit of the world that is spirit of demons spirit of the devil but the spirit 
who is from God, Holy Spirit, that we may understand what God has freely given us, the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 2.16 We have the mind of Christ. We understand what God is saying in his word. We understand the way of salvation. We understand who Jesus Christ is. The unregenerate mind cannot understand the word of God. They mock God's truth. 1 Corinthians 2.14 The man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. Why? For they are foolishness to him. He cannot understand them. Because they are spiritually discerned. They are to be interpreted by the aid of the Holy Spirit. The scripture demands Christocentric interpretation. Because scripture is the fulfillment of God's promise of a savior. Jesus Christ. So we read in Genesis 3.15. The Proto-Evangelion. The first gospel promise. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head. And you will strike his heel. In other words, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, came to defeat and destroy the devil. We read in Hebrews chapter 2, 14 and 15. Listen, since children have flesh and blood, Jesus too shared in their humanity. So that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. I said Christocentric interpretation of scripture. Luke 24, 25 and 27 Jesus is speaking after his resurrection he said to them how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory and beginning with Moses and all prophets He explained to them what was said in all scriptures concerning himself. Luke 24, 45 through 47. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning 
at Jerusalem. Thank God for repentance. Thank God for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank God that we can be saved. The scripture demands wholesome thinking of pious and spirit-filled saints of God. That's what St. Peter said in 2 Peter 3, 1 and 2. Wholesome thinking. Christ-centered thinking. Mockers cannot understand God's word. They are described by Isaiah. Isaiah 5, 20 and 21. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Unbelievers point of view, good is evil and evil is good. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. And Paul says in Romans 1.28. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. He gave them over to a depraved, twisted, perverted mind. To do what ought not to be done. Romans 1, 31 and 32. They, the wise people of the world, they are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve, they clap their hands of those who practice them. Third, last days. Peter says these are the last days. History is linear. It is coming to a close. Last days, as we said, we live in the last days, the period between the first coming and the second coming of Jesus. His first coming was in humiliation. He was a suffering servant. He owned nothing. He borrowed a womb and a tomb and a donkey, among other things. Yet, He created all and was owner of all. He came to die and offer his life a ransom for the elect sinners. They mocked him and crucified him. I said, they spit in his face. They struck him with their fists. Others slapped him. Before crucifying him. Yet he is coming again sir. In glory. He died for our sins. And was raised to life for our justification. He is coming again in glory. To judge his enemies and save his people. Number four. Scoffers will come. 
And Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. Mockers sit and mock 24-7 only to perish in the end. The devil mocked God's word. Which said in Genesis 2.17. God said. But you must not eat. From the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For. Because. When you eat of it. You will surely die. But the devil said. You will not surely die. The devil mocked God's word and counseled Adam and Eve to disobey God. And they did. And they died. As God said they would die. Devil is a liar and father of all lies. Mockers mock the Bible. They mock Jesus. They mock pastors. They mock preaching. They mock Christians. They mock the Ten Commandments. They mock biblical ethics. They mock the gospel. They mock the idea of judgment. Hell. Heaven. They mock the idea and Christian teaching of the second coming of Jesus. They mock supernaturalism. They mock miracles. Especially the resurrection of Jesus. Creation of the world ex nihilo. Out of nothing. The destruction of the present universe to create the new heavens and new earth wherein dwells righteousness. They mock, they mock, they mock. Isaiah 28, 14, Therefore hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers who rule this people in Jerusalem. Isaiah 28, 22, Now stop your mocking, or your chains will become heavier. The Lord, the Lord Almighty has told me of the destruction decreed against the whole land. Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Finally. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature. From that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit. From the spirit will reap eternal life. You sow, you reap. Leviticus 26, 41 and 43 says two times. You must pay for your sins. Not just cry and weep. You must pay it, sir. In this life. You sow, you reap, you sin, you reap eternal destruction. It's God's law. Oh, you didn't want to obey your parents? 
you are reaping now. You obey the Holy Spirit, you reap eternal life. Mockers glory in sin and the pleasure of sin. So Paul says, if Jesus is not raised from the dead, as the mockers say, then we are without hope. Let us eat and drink. Why? Tomorrow we die. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mockers believe man is like animals. Like animals, man dies and does not rise again to face judgment of Jesus when he comes again. Friends, Jesus will send mockers to hell. The rich man of Luke 16 lived in luxury as he mocked God and the word of God. He mocked God's judgment and hell and he died and he found himself in hell, in fire, Jesus said, in torment and in agony. Did you know he stopped mocking? He realized in hell the Bible is true. It is the very word of God. People who mock God are arrogant. Psalm 119 verse 51, the arrogant mock me without restraint, but I do not turn from your law. Matthew 25 verse 41, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. John 5:22 and 29 Moreover the Father judges no one but he entrusted all judgment to the Son Jesus Christ. John 5:28 and 29 Do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in their graves Oh, we are not like animals. Those who are in their graves will hear his voice, the voice of Jesus Christ, and come out. Those who have done good will will rise to live, and those who have done evil will rise to be condemned. Revelation 20 verse 12, And I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne, Revelation 20:15 If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life he was thrown into the lake of fire Matthew 25:46 and they will go away to eternal punishment but the righteous to eternal life Number 5 mockers are driven by lust pleasures of sin. Mockers are driven by lust, fulfilled by money. If you want pleasures of sin, come to America. First you make money, 
and then you sin. The unregenerate are energized by pleasures of sin. They are slaves of sin. Saint Peter says, Second Peter two and verse ten, this is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the sinful nature and despise authority. Parents, pastors, and the police, and God above all. Second Peter two nineteen, they promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity for a man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. Romans six sixteen Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Judas was one of the apostles. God the Father said, choose Judas also. He was interested in pleasures of sin. So he collected money. He loved money. The devil prompted him. The devil entered him. And after Holy Communion he went out. He betrayed Jesus. Collected 30 pieces of silver. And guilt filled him. He threw away money. He went and hanged himself, went to hell because Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And Jesus called him as son of destruction. Always was a son of destruction. Sir, they are dogs and pigs to revel in sinning. They are lawless. They are for abortion and infanticide. Oh, they are against the Ten Commandments. Now, why are they against Ten Commandments, sir? Because God's judgment came upon them. Romans one twenty four. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. 126, because of this God gave them over to shameful lust. Their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. And now Romans 128, furthermore, Since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. Number six, they do not believe in Christ's second coming to judge the world. I just don't believe it. Mockers do not believe in Jesus, in his redemptive work, in his resurrection, or that he is the Messiah 
or that he is coming again to judge his enemies and save his people who believe in him. They are like the mockers in Jeremiah's day and Isaiah's day who questioned the veracity of God's word. Jeremiah 17, 15. They keep saying to me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it now be fulfilled. Challenge to God. Isaiah 5, 19. To those who say, let God hurry. Let him hasten his work so we may see it. Let it approach. Let the plan of the Holy One of Israel come. So we may know it. We don't believe his promises. The mockers did not believe in Jesus. And you cannot pick and choose. What you believe about Jesus. The truth is Jesus declared that he is. The way, the truth and the life. John 14, 6. He declared that he is the resurrection and the life. He declared he is the light of the world. John 8, 12. He declared he is the eternal I am. When he said before Abraham was I am. He said he is the creator of the universe. By his command. The whole universe sprang into being. And he said he is the good shepherd who died for his elect sheep. He is the judge of all. John 5.22 He is the Lord of all. Philippians 2.9-11 through 11. He is the sustainer and savior of his people. Hebrews 1.3 We believe in the whole word of God. We believe in the first chapter of Westminster Confession of Faith that speaks about the total infallibility authority of the whole word of God. And St. Peter speaks about it in Second Peter chapter 1, 20 and 21. In the scripture, God is speaking. Mockers do not believe the Bible. And so they mock Jesus and call him a liar. Jesus promised to come in glory as a judge. Matthew 24, 30, at that time the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all nations of the earth will mourn. Oh, even the wicked, they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. 
Matthew 25, 31 through 33, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. 2546, then they will go away, the goats go away to eternal punishment and the sheep, the righteous, to eternal life. Jesus will come and judge these mockers and send them to hell. These mockers believe in a naturalistic world a view of godless uniformitarianism of a closed system which is closed to God of the Bible. They believe that matter is eternal or spontaneously came to exist. That life came out of non-life and man came out of animals through evolution. They mock the biblical view that there is the infinite, holy, sovereign, eternal, transcendent, and immanent God, creator, savior, and judge. They believe that there is no moral law or that every moral value is relative and there is no hell or heaven. They believe there is no final judgment and that the Bible is a book of myths. Like Judas, the only God they serve is money with which they can pursue the pleasures of sin. Jesus said, Matthew 6:24, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and what sir? Money. Because without money you cannot seek the pleasures of sin. Number seven. The big lie. The mockers say Ever since the fathers died, the patriarchs, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Paul says in Romans 9, 5, that the fathers, the patriarchs, belong to the Jewish people. They died in faith expecting a Messiah. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were believers in God's promise. Genesis 15, 6, Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord justified him, saved him. Genesis 48, 21, then Israel said to Joseph, I am about to die, but God will be with you and take you back to the land of your fathers. Genesis 50, verse 24, then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die. But God will surely come to your aid 
and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They were believers. The patriarchs believed in God's word and therefore in the coming of the Messiah as Savior and Judge. Friends, the truth is things are not the same as mockers assert since creation. It's not the same. God's creation was very good. God saw that all he had made and it was very good. Genesis 1.31 Eve and Adam believed the lie of the devil and disobeyed God. So sin entered universe. We live in a fallen sinful world. God has been acting in his world. He destroyed the wicked by a universal flood. Mockers forgot about it. And saved only eight people. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah with fire. And saved only three people. Lot and his two daughters. Friends. Unlike the mockers. The truth is God is active in history. As the Lord of history. Jesus he is Lord. He has been given all authority by the Father. And he is coming again to judge. When Jesus comes again in glory. To him every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. That Jesus is Lord for the glory of God the Father. But then friends it will be too late. For anyone to be saved. Therefore, I beseech you and urge you and command you, confess now and be saved. Now bow your knees to Jesus and confess that he is Lord and that he is your Lord. And you are his obedient servant. Stop mocking Jesus. He is coming. He is coming again as he promised. Confess him now as your Lord and Savior. Thank God he has not come already. Because he desires that some mockers repent and believe and be saved. Do not wait until tomorrow. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6 2, for he says, In the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor, and now is the day of salvation. He is coming for sure. The devil is a liar. Jesus is truth. God cannot lie. He first came in humiliation to accomplish our redemption. Professor John Murray's book, you should read, Redemption Accomplished and Applied. 
Number two, he is coming again in glory. Mockers don't believe it. Like the rich man did not believe in hell. The time of the second coming is unknown. Only the father knows. Matthew 24, 36. Like a thief, he will come suddenly. When you don't expect. Watch and pray. By living a holy life. His coming will be public. Every eye shall see him. Revelation 1.7 Look he is coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him. And all the peoples of the earth will mourn. Because of him. He will come personally, not an angel comes in his behalf. Acts 1.11, the angel said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. He's coming, sir. He will come to save and to judge. Romans 2.16 Paul says this will take place on the day when God will judge men's secrets through Jesus Christ. As my gospel declares. There are secrets. And he knows the secrets. He knows everything. He is coming a second time. Hebrews 9.28 So Christ was sacrificed once to take away sins of many people and he will appear a second time, second coming not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. His coming is imminent. Are you ready to meet him as your saviour? Believe on the Lord Jesus, confessing your sins. He is a fighter, sir, and he always wins. Exodus 14.4, he never loses. You lose, he wins. The horse and the rider thrown into the sea. You may win against your mother, but not against Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. Are you ready to meet him as your savior? Believe on the Lord Jesus, confessing your sins, trusting in him alone, praying to him, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. He will save you. He will justify you now. Believe him now. And he will save you now. Listen. Jesus said, all that the Father gives to me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. John 6, 37. That is, 
he will surely save everyone who comes to Jesus seeking eternal salvation. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are amazed at the infinite grace of God. We are saved by grace. What does it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Lord, thank you for paying the price of redemption, ransom, by the death of God, man, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.